Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Derek Sassman, and of course we have Doctor, soon to be running a Run Disney event, Doug, uh, with us right now. And uh, Doug, how is, uh, how's training going for you? I catch you in the middle of a, after, before or after a workout? Um, if training counts as like eating blizzards from Dairy Queen, I am doing awesome. That It's carbo-loading. Uh, mm-hmm. It's what we all need to do. I ran a half marathon one time. I know... I'm I'm jealous. You, you're doing a, a run Disney event that I've always wanted to do, the Star Wars. And so, uh, stay tuned next week, or if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you know, a couple weeks behind. Uh, next week we're going to be doing Doug and Michelle's kind of post run Disney event. As long as you guys are still with us, uh, as long as we can physically talk, we can do it. Yes, and and look for some uh, later this week. Uh, look for some great updates uh, this weekend on our social media from. Uh, the Run Disney, the Star Wars light side half marathon. Yeah. So get some good pictures with you and Chewbacca and BB-8. And uh, I don't know. I really don't know, Derek. I may not get many pictures. I, I'm just my goal is to finish standing up that's and a not good goal. the broom wagon. And so I may not have too much time for character pictures during the race. Hopefully, they have a bunch after and before. Where I, it won't I, I really my am time. I'm excited for our show next week because I do really, it's a race that I want to do and I can't wait to hear more uh, about it. Um, I know, um, yeah, Star Wars, Half Marathon, uh-huh. I, what could get better than that? So, um, Well, the Rebel Challenge. I'm doing the Rebel Challenge, Derek. It's not just the Half Marathon. I'm doing the 10K as well. So, Lord help me. And I mean, you, you are obviously in peak physical condition right I, now. You know, I... you. Your body is a temple, and I have not treated it like that at all for Double quite a while. Double whip, and, and food. And to be honest, I was all ready to, to start really training, and then I had a little health issue, and I finally got the all clear to run last week. So, All right, well, yep. after, this, after we record, you need to go out, hit the treadmill for at least three miles, because uh, I, I definitely want to keep you around uh, another week. <laughs> Uh, but this week, I mean, you're talking about carbo-loading, double-fisting the dole whips. It's a good segue into this week's show because Absolutely. we've been getting a lot of questions about just dining in the parks. And one thing that everyone loves is those quick services because, you, you know, sometimes you don't want to wait. Uh, you know, you don't want to sit down. You want to get on many attractions as possible. So we get that question a lot. I know Michelle gets it a lot. How can I eat as fast as I can, good food, and uh, just get through, uh, you know, the parks a little bit quicker. And so, uh, you know, quick service is also known as counter service. And today we're going to hit uh, major all the big spots at all four parks in the Walt Disney World area. 
Uh, we're going to point out some of the some of our favorites and some that you need to look forward to. Uh, definitely, you got to try, and maybe some of the ones that you might want to skip. So, Doug, a question that I, I do get is, what is a quick service meal exactly? And that's an important question because if you're on the Disney dining plan, you need to understand the definition of a restaurant, which everywhere else in the world, I don't know that you really need to understand that. But uh, in Disney, a quick service would be like Burger King type of thing. You can walk up to the counter, you order, a couple of minutes later, you have your food, you're sitting down and eating. No reservations, no waiters. That's quick service. Table service is where you actually sit down at a table and you have a waiter. So that's kind of the big separation. However, at Disney, there's lots of ways to use that quick service credit if you're on the dining plan um, because you have not just like restaurants that have indoor seating, big counters to order at. You also have a, like hundreds of kiosks, little outdoor like pavilion-type hut things, different carts. Um, you know, like where you get a Dole Whip from, that's considered a quick service. Can you go get a full meal there? Not really. I could. But I, I mean, Dole Whip is not. a full meal in itself. It, it is a fruit, so it should be okay. That's Carbo what I tell myself. Run Disney. So today, because there's hundreds, you can't possibly talk about it all in one show unless we had a 12-hour show here. Um, we're going to just focus on the major counter service restaurants in the four theme parks, nothing outside the theme parks. And by defining major, I'm going to say, like, you have to have a fairly large counter to, to order from and large seating. There's a lot of quick service that has no seating. Um, like Casey Corner, that's a quick service a lot of people go to. The hot dog's right on the corner of Main Street, yep. right? It, their seating, it's not huge. It doesn't have big capacity. So we're going to talk about the big ones today. All right? Sounds good. So... Why don't you okay. lead us off? We're going to start in uh, Magic Kingdom, and why don't you give us uh, some of the ones and uh, some of the things you like about them. All right, we'll go through each one here. Um, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. So this is in Tomorrowland. We'll give you the location, too, I guess, in That's, case you want to yep, find smart. them. Yeah. yeah. It's Tomorrowland, Magic Kingdom Park. Um, it has three different ordering bays. Really weird. Um, there's like a sandwich, a burger, and a chicken buffet like different lines so if everybody in your group doesn't want the exact same thing you may have to stand in line twice which might be one of the most frustrating things on earth um most of the menu overlaps there's usually one or two different things um they have a fixins bar at cosmic race which is huge fixin bars are a, a thing of beauty you can get onions and uh fr hot fried onions and that sort of stuff on your burgers really dress them up nice um it's it also has some entertaining have you or entertainment have you ever been in there for the entertainment derek uh no i have not oh my gosh sunny eclipse plays the whole time he uh it's like a lounge singer from space which i mean lounge singers are awesome to begin with a lounge singer from space is uh even better so cosmic rays it's kind of your basic burgers chicken wraps that sort of stuff and that's in Tomorrowland. All right. Should we move on? Yeah, move on. I know you missed my favorite in Tomorrowland, which is the launching pad where you get the Mickey uh, pretzel. Let's see, yeah. I know. It's, it's not, not major. I know it's not, not counter major, yeah. I, got, I, I talk, talk about my day. Mickey pretzel every week, but I got, you know, or, so that's, that's where they I They have the cream cheese filled one, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the only kind of pretzel there should be. 
So, um, all right, moving on to your next. All right, let's uh, uh, head over to Liberty Square and try out Columbia Harbor House. So Columbia Harbor House has a pretty unique menu. You're not going to find that menu anywhere else in the other four theme parks. Um, they have lobster rolls, a lot of shrimp, and uh, fish and chips. They also have um, chicken nuggets for the people that do not want fish. Uh, and a few other – there's a sandwich called the Anchors Away um, that's really popular. Most of these restaurants we're going to talk about, this is just a blanket statement. They're all going to have several different options, and there's all going to be some sort of salad. So if I don't talk about the salad that's available to all of them, I'm sorry. It's uh, There's salad everywhere. Um, they're all going to have a salad. But Columbia Harbor House, one neat thing about that is it has an upstairs. And if you go to a counter service restaurant and you see stairs, go up them with your food and sit up there. There's always going to be less people, way quieter, and there's – there's about six awesome tables upstairs in Columbia Harbor House. You know the walkway when you're going between Peter Pan and Haunted Mansion, and there's that thing that goes over the top, a little bit of building you walk under? Yep. Well, that's Columbia Harbor House up above you. So you can get a window seat, and people watch from above. Uh, we did this on our last trip, and it's kind of fun. It was a nice place to relax. Um, we went in there right when it opened to beat the crowds. It was a, a good meal. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, Columbia Harbor House. There you, there you have it. Um, moving on. What's what's next on the list here, Derek? Uh, it's one I actually really like. It's Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Yeah. Now that one is huge, right? Mm-hmm. There's a yep. ton of seating in there. Uh, this is the just Cosmic Rays is huge, by the way. Columbia Harbor House. It's got looks lots of nooks and crannies. Um, Pecos Bill's just keeps going. It feels like, and it's really large. Um, Their menu got an update not too long ago, and some people love the update, some people don't. Derek, what kind of food did you have when you were there last? Uh, Just uh, kind of a burger and fries type thing. I split with my wife. Yeah. It was good. I I remember it was like nine or ten bucks, and it fed us both, and we were both happy with it. It's exactly what you would expect from a theme park restaurant, right? Yep. Yeah, except it was decent. We ate there all the time. So they have since switched up the menu to chicken fajitas, beef burritos, and pepper jack top Southwest burger, which is almost frightening looking. We uh, did not eat there since the menu changed. We'll get there, um, but we did not make it in this last time. Uh, I'm it. It's different. Um, See, theme park I, fast I food love, fajitas. I love Tex-Mex, so I'm. It's worth a try for me. Okay. So, yeah, it, it looks good. Uh, I think it's a little overpriced for the amount of food you get. Because um, a side of beans, to me, is not nearly as valuable as a side of fries. Because I'm not going to devour just a pile of black beans. But that's my own personal issue. So, yeah, it's it's a good restaurant. A lot of neat decor on the walls, too. Um, if you've watched any of the old Disney Picos Bills shows there's all the tall tales, mm-hmm. and they're all displayed throughout um, the whole dining area. And we, we've we watched those, and the kids have watched those off the DVD. And um, so they'll go around and, like, oh, this is from this one. And oh, look, that's Paul Bunyan's thing, and that sort of stuff. So that's kind of neat, too. All right, now to my family's favorite, I think, at, uh, at Magic Kingdom. 
So, it's Pinocchio's village house. Autocorrect changed the spelling when I typed it out. Um, so, Pinocchio's has um, flatbread pizzas and some pasta dishes. Um, I think they have a meatball sub, usually. Disney's always tinkering with their menus, too. So, what we say today is not necessarily true tomorrow. Yep. But... Uh, uh, our kids like the flatbread pizzas. My wife likes the fat, flatbread pizzas. They're pretty good. Um, I usually get the meatball sub. Um, they've had chicken parmesan on and off the menu over time. Tomato soup on and off. Mac and cheese for the kids on and off the menu some from time to time. Um, one, Two cool things about this restaurant. Um, one is there's an upstairs. It's teeny tiny, though. It's nothing like Columbia Harbor House where there's a lot of room upstairs. This is tiny. There's also a balcony. So if the weather's not 90 degrees or 50 degrees, go sit outside at Pinocchio's up on the balcony, and you can look out over kind of that fantasy land square area. Um, you can see the carousel, the entrance to Philhar Magic, looking the other way towards uh, Mine Train. That's really cool. Sit up there. Um, this last trip, Alden and I had some time to kill while the girls were meeting Elena, and we just went and sat up there. Had a, we got a glass of ice water from the counter for free. Went and sat up on the balcony and watched people run around like crazy. So That's a good tip. I wouldn't even yeah. thought about that. The other cool thing about Pinocchio's is there's about four to five tables that have window views of It's a Small World. So when you're on It's a Small World and you just start out, you look up, there's little kids waving out of a window frantically they're probably being yelled at to turn around and eat when they're in Pinocchio's. So we love to get the window seats. Doesn't always work out, but... Next time I'm on uh, Small World, I'm going to have to look up and think about that. All right. So now on to something that... Oh, go ahead. No, here. I was going to say, just yep, keep keep moving on with the, keep, what's yeah. next in the Magic Kingdom. So this is kind of like the back half of Pico's Bills. It's... Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I should. I've been on a few cruises... Haven't been to this island. It's in the British Tortuga. Virgin Islands. Tortuga. That's yep. the correct pronunciation. Yep. I'm glad you're here to help me out there. I just I've seen Pirates of the I'd Caribbean be. like three hundred times. So Oh, I just need as to As long as Johnny Depp said it right, Tortuga. then I'm I'm saying it right. Well, that is sketchy. So Tortuga Tavern um used to be like Picos Bill's menu. It used to be like tacos, nachos, and fajitas. Now it's um well not it's uh like barbecue pork or brisket um coleslaw baked beans evidently that's what they think pirates eat there's a lot of barbecue pork so that's what it is now and it's kind of pirate themed the seating is kind of inside kind of outside a little of both um it's not this one i debated to put on the list it, i don't it's not huge but it's it's bigger than most it has indoor seating so i thought it was thought it qualified for today do i eat there no this this one might be skip if you're going to skip one out of all the ones we talked about i've been in the, it i've never i've never eaten in there so oh we go in it to play sorcerers and magic kingdom mostly cuz mm -hmm. there's a fireplace and that has a sorcerer's location but, and there's a bathroom so if you're at Pirates and that's, you need a bathroom, it's, yep. rather than the, ba the bathroom right by Pirates, it's always crazy. This bathroom is usually empty, so just yep. walk on it. That's, that's the one I've used. 
when our recommendation for a restaurant is that it has a good bathroom, that's probably not checking all the boxes of should we eat here today. <laughs> well, it's Disney, right. so you hope all the bathrooms are clean. Now, we saved the, uh, the most exciting for last. It is. It's one of my favorites. It's one of the newest ones. I'm glad you're finally getting to it. And uh, It's Be Our Guest. Right there in the new Fantasyland. Uh, really great. We actually got to check that out on our last trip. Um, for We did a breakfast there, and it was fantastic. And was the breakfast, did it all get delivered to your table? Or yep. did And did you have to get your own drinks at breakfast? Do you remember? Um. I, I was drinking coffee, and I was double fisting it. So, yeah, I was going up and getting my own coffee okay. multiple times. So we, we've done lunch and dinner. So be our guest. Um, when I call it a counter service or quick service, I put an asterisk next to it, and so does Disney. Um, because it's actually called Fast Casual, if you read their website. Um, because you don't stand at a counter and order. You order at little kiosks as you go in, and then you take either a rose or your magic band, and they locate you at your table. Mm -hmm. um, so they bring the food out to you. They do that same thing for lunch, and for dinner, it's a regular table service, waiters, the whole nine yards. Um, so it's just quick service for breakfast and lunch. However, the biggest difference between this one and everything else we've talked about, you need a reservation. And you need that reservation more than 180 days in advance. So when you have a resort reservation, say you're going to Disney for five days. On that first day, 180 days out, you can start making your, your reservations for dining, but you're for your whole stay. So you, for your five-day reservation, you can actually make 185 days out. So the thing you do, if you want to eat it, be our guest. You go to the Magic Kingdom your last day, you try to get a reservation on that last day. Because a lot of people go for 10 days, and they book their Be Our Guest reservation on that 10th day, 9th day, 8th day. And those are the people eating our Be Our Guest. If you really want to eat there, I will say good luck. Um, be patient if you don't get it first, and continue to check um, for availability. Yeah, I think um, because, we got really lucky with ours. Uh, and it helps being a party of four yep. or two um, parties of five, for some reason, the Disney reservation system just hates parties of fives. It likes even numbers better, but, uh... There you go, another McKnight uh, on the way. Nope, not at all. Not worth it. We're, we're good with counter service where we don't need reservations. So, um, food-wise, we didn't mention anything about the food. The decor is awesome. Yes, I mean, you're in... the most in, themed room ever. You're in the Beast Castle. It's, it's fantastic. Um... They did a great job with the decor. You have the rose. You have the lightning. Okay, yeah. Uh, just, yeah, it was it was great. I loved it. Which room did you eat in? We ate in the main hall. The main hall the, the where they did all the dancing, right? Yep. Um, we always seem to eat in the, uh, I don't know what it's called. The West Wing? No, that's the dark, scary one. We eat in the, the one that's, like, boring compared to the others. Um, oh, here it is. The Castle Gallery is what it's called. Yeah, it's just a big room with a lot of paintings. But the West Wing, is, it's dark. You can barely see your food. The rose is in there. If you sit in front of the rose, be prepared for people to continually parade through taking pictures. Yep, that's why I'm kind of glad we weren't in that room. No one in the mm -hmm. main hall, no one can bug us kind of the back by did, the windows. With breakfast, I'm curious, did you get to pick your table or did they seat you? Oh man, you know what? I 
I don't remember, in all honesty. I, I feel like they may have sat us, uh, but I do remember thinking it was, I was kind of shocked that it wasn't all the way full packed. Like there are mm. still about a dozen tables that were empty. And, and uh, I mean, it, the great thing about breakfast at Be Our Guest is you leave breakfast and you're already in the back of the park when rope drop is happening. So mm -hmm. you can you knock can... out, you know, four or five rides before the crowd makes it your way uh, yeah. almost. You can, there's a lot of people that will get an 8 a.m. Be Our Guest and then beat the rope drop to uh, Mine Train. Yep. So you're usually one of the first ones on Mine Train, but you got to get there and eat and get out too. You can't like sit and linger and digest. But the food no, that, is French. That's why That's why I, I was double fisting coffee that morning. That's right. You had to get it in. So the food is French. Um, uh, for some people, maybe a little too French at lunch. Um, some very different things offered. But uh, our kids usually find something to eat. Um, dinner is nice. I mean, if you're looking to book dinner, you can't go wrong. But we're not talking about that today. So there's the Magic Kingdom. Any uh, any questions? Anything we you think we missed, Eric, about the Magic Kingdom? You know what? No, I'm excited to go back. Uh, I know we're doing a lot more quick service on our Magic Kingdom day, and so we'll see. Uh, I'll have to let you know which one of these we try out for lunch. I'll have to yeah, try one of them it out for sure, and 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 put it on social media. We're we're leaving in about five weeks, so excited but yeah let's move on to the next park and let's go to your favorite park the studios uh yes. not as many i can't wait because this not show is going to be so different in five years yeah um, it's hopefully like, hopefully like hey we're <laughs> gonna go to the star we're gonna go to star wars food you know as long as they serve blue milk there better you know. be blue milk and a blue milkshake both because that's they're wonderful uh, first of all Star Wars weekends, they had blue milk, blue milkshakes. They they knew what they were doing. It's been a while. We need to have that again. But Hollywood Studios, um, not nearly as much to talk about here, Derek. No, so why don't you uh, lead us off with uh, the ones you're thinking. All right, so ABC Commissary. That is um, one of the largest. It has all indoor seating. So that's something that in Florida I feel like is kind of important, don't you? I mean, oh, sitting yeah. inside, it's kind of important. Uh, ABC Commissary, probably the best thing about it is its indoor seating. Not going to lie. The food has been really good sometimes, has been like the sketchy other times. So it's kind of unpredictable. They just recently turned it into a fast casual restaurant at dinner time where you order and you get a thing and you go to your table and they find you. Um, so because of that, they started offering some bigger ticket items like a I don't know if there's a steak on it or not, but there's some type of sketchy steak, I think. Yeah. Um, but they got the basic burgers and chicken and ribs, chicken nuggets at lunch. But dinner, when they switch over to the other thing, yeah. So this is still your counter service credit, a chicken and rib combo for seventeen nineteen. I mean, that's you, you want to maximize your credit, go there. That's a good then way a to do it. Jimmy Chura steak. Not 100% sure what that is, but uh, it's a steak with fries and um, $17.49 for that one. So you, you're going to maximize your credit there. How, do you want some fast food steak? I don't know. That's your decision. Yep, that's but, all uh, up to you. But yeah, they so they do something a little different at dinner from lunch, which is nice. 
you have some options. I mean, you're not stuck eating burgers at Disney. You get a lot of choices. Um, and like I said, there's salad everywhere if if that's your thing. Um, but yeah, the and there's props from like current shows, like uh, uh, Modern Family costumes will be on display and and things like that. Um, they had a lot of stuff from Castle and and uh, Once Upon a Time is usually well represented inside they have display cases so even if you're not eating there and you're big into a show that is on abc um go check it out there might be something on display like really recent uh costuming wise so it's kind of neat to see so let's let's move across not very far away over by star wars is the back lot express and this is this is if you can put a check mark by family favorite for us this gets a huge check mark, and it's pretty simple as to why. Star Wars food. They have oh, Star and, Wars. And this is this is a must. After you texted me on your last trip, it is a must for us. The uh, Star Star Wars chicken and waffles. Yeah, and they're yep. good. And they have syrup. Like other places, I've gotten chicken and waffles. We got some at uh, Universal, the Simpsons area. They have a. They have all the different restaurants from Simpsons, and they have chicken and waffles in there. Very good. It's like a honey maple sauce they put on it, but like they don't put enough sauce on it. And I went back to try to get more. They're like that would be a dollar fifty as kind of like for sauce. Okay, Universal, but uh, here the syrup just sitting out there. Um, also, Backlot Express, you fill your own drink, which sometimes can be really annoying because you have to fill your own drinks and carry them and take them around, but. That means refills. Refills are pretty awesome. So, um, yeah, Star Wars chicken and waffles. They're actually dark side chicken and waffles. There's a Royal Guard burger. Um, so there's a couple different oh, galactic chicken salad. I mean, you put just fancy names on it. The cupcakes are BB-8 and Darth Vader cupcakes. So and they have the Chewbacca Stein available if you want that. So that's your Star Wars restaurant right now. I'm sure in the future that's going to change. I hope we'll so. See. I if, think there'll be exclusively Star Wars I, stuff. I assume – I don't want to assume anything, but I, I'm sure. There's been no word yet, but uh, I can assume there will be plenty of Star Wars food. And I, I'm, you know what's crazy is I think some of these other uh, ones will, will change a little bit too. I yeah, bet Backlot Express I, is a completely different menu by the time I bet so. Star Wars opens up. So there's one more big counter service right now in Hollywood Studios that I want to mention. But first, over by Tower of Terror and um, Rock and Roller Coaster, there's kind of a cluster of little kiosks together, which if you add them all together, it makes one real quick service. And that's... Um, Rosie's All-American Cafe. Um, there's some other things over there. Um, Fairfax Fair. Catalina um, Eddie's. Yeah, Catalina Eddie's. Anaheim Produce. Just a whole bunch of stuff on Sunset Boulevard. And there's some seating all outside. Mm-hmm. And usually when I'm in Florida, I never say, let's sit outside. Just because it's not, it's not great. And there are starring rolls. If you want an overpriced soggy sandwich that was made a while ago and wrapped up, that's your place. Um, a lot, there's always a line there because it's right in the center, right in the hub. Um, so, but they're only open for lunch. So there's Hollywood Studios has some really weird. 
things going on counter, quick service wise. So, yep. so on to the last real one is not sure how to pronounce this. Haven't heard Disney say the official way. There's Pizza Rizzo's, Pizza Rizzo's, Rizzo Pizza, Pizza Rizzo's. Pizza Basically, with a rat. Got it. Yeah, Pizza with a rat is just opened. Um, yeah, fully remodeled is, and everything. It was. It I heard was they, like, doubled um, the oven size. Yeah, they so they really expanded the ovens, the counter. They're not even using half of it right now. I think they built it with like Star Wars in mind down the road. It's almost like they did a refurb now for what they're going to need in three years. But uh, it's the same old Disney pizza. It's what you used to get at Pinocchio's before they went to flatbreads. Um, it's not exciting. My kids eat it. My wife eats it. I got the meatball sub. Um, there's also some salads. Food, not anything to talk about here. However, theming's pretty cool. A lot of Muppet things. If you know your Muppets, a lot of hidden little jokes and nods to things and Muppet history and lore. But upstairs, there's a ballroom. Because this is his restaurant. This is Rizzo's restaurant. So he has a ballroom that he rents out for like weddings and parties. There's a wedding reception going on. And it, I, there's wedding dance music going, strobe lights, disco ball, the whole nine yards. So... We ate in there. Samantha, we were in line to order, and we send Samantha and Claire every time, go find us a table, we'll find you. And we're walking around, walking around. Up, we knew they went upstairs because they know the rule. If there's stairs, you go up them. And uh, there's always way, way way less people. And uh, in this ballroom, nobody was going in it because it seemed like it was for some sort of reception. We go in there, and we, kids had a blast. They were dancing and everything. So it's pretty cool. Well-themed. Um, boring pizza and that sums up hollywood studios in a nutshell it really does and and yeah and, and you're right i i you know i'm looking at the map right now because i was kind of trying to remember where it is it's it would not surprise me to see all of that change as star wars comes in you're right they're they're getting ready to make a lot of pizza for a lot of people because they're not even using all i heard they have some massive ovens in there you know, yeah feed the whole park type thing so It'll be really interesting to see how the studios changes, especially with their quick service meals. But let's keep moving on to uh, another park that is changing because Avatar News just came out, uh, and looks like we will be getting that in 2017. So, yeah. but no word on an Avatar restaurant. I think uh, too much Please. yet that we can try quick service wise. But let's talk about the Animal Kingdom. All right, Animal Kingdom. Um... So we're going to start off with one here that you've been to, Derek, and I have not. Yep. Uh, it's the this. only, so it's the only one in Animal Kingdom I've been to. It's uh, Flame Tree Barbecue. And how was it? I Honestly, it was, it was our honeymoon. I barely remember it. I just remember we were hungry, and it was the nearest thing. I think, once again, we got a burger. I could be wrong on that. I, I can ask. My wife will remember every detail, I'm sure. Um but yeah, it's what wives it, are for, Derek. I know, and and so yeah, that was the day we did that, and then we did Rainforest Cafe at the end. Yeah, so this a lot of outdoor seating. There's no indoor seating at all. They just expanded it. They put more like roofs over the outdoor seating because you know what? It rains in Florida. Um, the menu is the chicken and ribs, kind of like they have at Cosmic Rays and. Uh, a couple other places, like ABC Commissary, we mentioned that. And they have smoked pulled pork, um, St. Louis rib dinner, that that kind of stuff. Um, so it's barbecue that you find in the other parks, but 
that's all you get here. People love it. I hear good things about it. Um, from so being being from the Midwest, I, I love my uh, barbecue. It's it's so hard to have good barbecue anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Disney could produce enough fast food barbecue to have it match my expectations. Mm-hmm. So I I just I don't think they could win on that with me at all. But that's that's my own personal issue. Maybe yep. I should work through that. But. Yeah, it's in, the outdoor seating is what kills me. I'm not going to sit outside in the summer or the fall or the spring and sweat while I eat. Um, one other one I didn't I didn't put on our list. It's newer um, is Harambe Market. It's in Africa and it's several different windows, similar in style to what they have in Hollywood Studios that we didn't really talk about, but we did. Um, but it's all outdoor seating in the blazing sun. They have some umbrellas. I need more than an umbrella if I'm going to sit outside in Florida. And usually if it's not hot, it's cold. So, mm. you know, let me sit inside. So we'll go back to my – go back to the list. What's next? Dad? Pizza Safari. Pizza Safari. Um, so they've – this one's so – we should say Flame Tree is in the Oasis area, um, in the center of the park kind of, but towards Dino Land in Asia. Pizza Safari is still in that – um, Discovery Island, not Oasis. Discovery Island, um, but it's closer to um, what will be Avatar. It's gonna, you're going to walk right past it to get to Avatar. Um, they go back and forth between flatbreads and the lousy Disney pizza regularly. I believe it's flatbreads right now. Usually a pasta option, salad option. The, the funny thing is, I listen to other podcasts, blogs. There's a running trend like Disney just does not make good pizza in the parks. It's, the flatbreads are better, but, I mean, some of them, they have a cheeseburger flatbread on this menu. And for eleven forty nine, if I'm going to pay eleven forty nine for a flatbread, I want to know that it's edible. And looking at, like, I don't know if I want cheddar cheese, ketchup, lettuce, diced tomatoes, and mozzarella and ground beef for my one meal of the day. <laughs> you know, well, we had we had know. that pizza in Disneyland, and I was like, "Oh, it's still." I, I guess we're spoiled in the Midwest, or we. Just, I, uh, I, I just I think everywhere but Disney has good pizza. I mean, honestly, pizza they could get a third party like Pizza Hut or Domino's could come in and do better. I I don't know that anybody could do worse. So there's Pizza Fari. The decor is interesting. It's a lot of wooden carved carved um animals yep so that's kind of cool so um what, all right let's keep moving on um because i know we got to go to dino land dino land that's right restaurantosaurus now here is my family's favorite i think um first of all you get to do your own refills so that's always exciting to be able to refill your cup um when that's an option i definitely gonna let you know this is your most basic Theme park food restaurant, burgers, fries, chicken nuggets, chicken sandwich, salad. Those, that's it. Um, kids meals, if because they have the big dig digging area in Dino Land, the kids meals come with a bucket and a shovel and are like crazy expensive. You look at it if you're not looking and you don't not on the dining plan. You're like, what is going on with the price here? You can order it without the bucket, and it makes it the normal kid meal prices. So you don't have to get the bucket. Plus, if you're like us, there is not room in our luggage for three buckets to go home. 
So, um, but the decor here is is just awesome and hilarious. And there's lots of different little wings and nooks and crannies in this restaurant. Um, so the whole idea of Dino Land was they discovered dinosaurs, and the guy that owned the land wanted to turn the area into like a tourist trap. Right? A lot of people think Dino Land is tacky. Like, what did Disney do here? Well, they did that on purpose. That was the theme. And so this restaurant fits in perfectly um, between the Dino Institute and then the, the landowner trying to make money off of it. So it's a great restaurant. Have you ever walked through it? Oh, yeah. I love the decor. I, I just love I love I actually – I agree. I get why people think Dino Land is kind of tacky, but I like it. Um, and I'm excited this trip to let my kids just play in the dig area for a little bit and not get a bucket. Not get a, you don't have to get the bucket. Don't be forced don't into tell the bucket. Them. As long as you don't tell them about the bucket, I won't have to get a bucket. Well, as long as the kid at the table next to you doesn't have the bucket. But after being to um, some little towns in South Dakota up around Mount Rushmore, they kind of have some – I mean there is tourist trap after tourist trap on those highways up around Mount Rushmore. And they also have some dinosaur – that's where a lot of these dinosaurs were discovered up in that area of the Black Hills and then into Wyoming. And so – there are some things that we have seen around Mount Rushmore that are like exactly like Dino Land. And the kids, after we went to Mount Rushmore, like the kids were like, look at that. That's just like that horrible place in South Dakota that we didn't go to because you said it's a tourist trap, Dad. Like, yeah, you guys are getting the theme. The theme is genius, but 90% of people don't get it. Just so. bounces right off them. Well, the yeah. next restaurant, the final one you have on the list, I think is genius. I love that whole. Uh, area we didn't eat there, but I definitely checked it out. Was Yak and Yeti? Yeah, Yak and Yeti is something. So we just talked about like typical theme park food, right? And that's yep. our family favorite. Well, here we're going the whole other way. Is Asian teriyaki bowls, egg rolls, wraps. Some of my favorite type of food. Yeah, and um, the the seating is outside for the quick service wing of this, and I will say. I included it because I think I like it so much. And it is a full menu. A lot of the other places we didn't include are like partial menus, and you need all the kiosks around to make a full menu. Yak and Yeti is actually a third-party ran restaurant, um, so you're not getting crappy Disney pizza. <laughs> it's it's good Asian food. We really enjoy the – there's a table service wing, and there is a uh, quick service wing. We enjoy both. So it, it's – Good Asian food, a definitely change of pace compared to the rest of the park. And there's Animal Kingdom. There's Animal Kingdom. Well, that's I'm getting hungry as uh, I am we talk too. about all this, and I'm looking up menus as you talk about them. Uh, now I'm rethinking some of our trip plans as we go where back down here. Where are you thinking you weeks. need to go now? Where Where are you headed now? So far, after what we've looked at. Well, let's go through because the next park, we'll, we'll go back through let's, a little bit. Finish this, but we need we'll to finish recap. it out. Uh, I know we've been going on. Oh, uh, but let's, uh, this long. is the big one. Uh, you know, the park that you go to mostly to eat is, of course, Epcot, uh, where you never know because food and wine now is like six months and all sorts of you know craziness. <laughs> six, I, I always yeah. joke, why? I, I mean, I told you before the show, why do quick service when you have Le Cellier? You know, in the Canadian Pavilion, uh, this is the one where you can go all out. But people do like to eat. They like to eat quickly, even at Epcot. So let's kind of go through some of the restaurants. There are a lot more because uh -huh. every World Showcase likes breath. to have one as well. But let's start in Future World. What do we have there? We're going to start with the Electric Umbrella. 
um, we ate here on our last trip, and their menu is what you kind of expect in a theme park. Um, but they kick it up a notch. There's a sausage and pepper sandwich that was – I was surprised. It was really good. Um, provolone cheese melted on top of it. Um, but let me look at the menu. There's some other stuff. Yeah, there's a flatbread. There's chicken nuggets, uh, French dip burger combo. So if your burger is not enough meat for you, you get brisket on top of it with onion rings, and you can dip it. But, of course, they'll give you the apple slices instead of the fries so you can watch the calories. But uh, it, it was a good good meal. Also, it's centrally located, so it gets insanely busy. So go on the off hours to the electric umbrella. You get to refill your own drinks. And there's an upstairs. There, oh, got to go upstairs. Yep. Um, Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are the places with, oh, Hollywood Studios has an upstairs. But Animal Kingdom doesn't have any upstairs. I, that kind of shows you that they built that park, I think, on the cheap. The same way they built California Adventure eventually. Every way they could save money, they did. And a lot of that has to do with the lack of indoor dining. Like, the number of seats inside Animal Kingdom is just significantly lower than everywhere else. And there's no upstairs. So, there's Electric Umbrella. Upstairs. Go check it out. All right, what else do we have in the future world side of Epcot? What is commonly known as one of the best quick service dining areas in all of Walt Disney World. And it is located in the Land Pavilion downstairs next to Soren and Living with the Land. And it is Sunshine Seasons. Which I actually have eaten at. I did a breakfast there before. Pretty and, good. Yeah. It's the only place with breakfast, really, um, I think, in that part of the park. And the menu is huge. They have different stations. So there's um, an Asian area with sweet and sour chicken, Mongolia beef. Um, there's a sandwich shop Evidently, fish tacos is a sandwich, but there's other sandwiches. Uh, grilled chicken, grilled salmon, pork loin, um, other sandwiches, chili, pumpkin soup is on the menu evidently right now. It's huge. So it's kind of like a food court almost. And then there's each place has their own kids meal. Uh, so there's like a pizza panini on the kids menu at one of the stations. That one's really good. Um, Michelle has gotten that. I think the last few times we've gone, she'll order off the kids menu occasionally and adults don't be afraid to order off the kids menu. If you see something there that you like better or you want to save a buck or two, go for it. Um, sometimes they may ask you, but I, we have yet to ever be asked. Oh no. So, you order a kid's meal. They just assume your kids are somewhere else at the table with the well, other like, parent makes. Yeah. We send Sam and Claire to go find our seats. So I mean, it makes sense. Yep. So, all right, let's uh, head around World Showcase because it seems right. like every one of the countries has at least some sort of quick service that you can do. And this is not everything. Oh, this no. is, There's not even close. So don't. So when we skip your favorite, you can tweet mean things at me. But I'm just saying we didn't. I can't talk about everything. But feel free to tweet at me about it. Let me know what your favorite is. Yep, yeah, and we all do. Right, we want to know what your favorite is. Let's finish. Let's get around oh, yeah. World Showcase, and then we can talk a little bit more about... Start on the Mexico side? Sure, why not? 
All right. Do you want to pronounce that? La Catina you... de Say Ang. I didn't. I took French in. in oh. You know. Ah, sacre bleu. All right. La Catina de San Angel. I didn't take Spanish either, Derek. So it's really coming in helpful or useful right now. This is the counter service wing of the Mexico Pavilion, and it has exactly what you would expect from quick service in Mexico. Tacos, tacos, nachos, empanada, tacos, nachos. Um, are they – so I've eaten here. We've tried a couple different things. Some things are trying really hard to be authentic. And then other things, like this is a concession stand nacho from a football game in Nebraska type of authenticity. Um, the nachos are not anything special. Um I don't know that I'd go there for the nachos again ever. So I can make more authentic nachos in my microwave. All right, enough about that grumpiness. But some of the other food's really good. Um, they have several different types of tacos. Um, possibly the most overpriced quick service we've talked about. Um, during lunch, you can sit inside in La Hacienda. But during dinner time, there's only outdoor seating on the patio and that can get pretty hectic and crazy. So I would try to avoid it at dinner. Um, but uh, we've tried a couple different things. Nachos are literally just round chips with some melted cheese and beef on top. of it. Not anything Mexican about it other than the name. Okay, let's move All on. All right, let's move on to trouble. Norway then. Uh, All right. Yep, yeah, which uh, is really famous for their sit-down dining, of course, and now it's really mm -hmm. popular with the new frozen attraction, but what about quick service? What can you do if you want some Norwegian food? Well, there is a quick service that has a little bit of outdoor seating, not huge, but um, you're going to make me say this. I see yes, I did. I, said, I set you up. Uh, Kringla Bakery Old Cafe. That's butchered. I'm sorry, everyone from Norway. Um, so the thing here, they have sandwiches and stuff. Um, you can, you could use your whole quick service meal here, but you know, well, I like to snack around the world showcase. So I have never had an entree, um, ham and apple sandwich, lots of Norwegian club sandwich, something I can't pronounce with Norwegian meatballs. But what I get is the school bread. Um, the school bread is kind of a – it's fairly large, very shareable, especially if you're snacking around the world. It, it's got vanilla cream custard. I think that's what – yeah, vanilla cream custard. The only thing that sets some people off that makes it them not like it is there's coconut on top. But there's not much coconut. The coconut's only on top. Uh, but, man, it is really sweet and really tasty, and you can't go wrong with the school bread. Um, if you want to know why it's called school bread, my suggestion would be to ask the person serving you. Um, it used to be served at school on a certain day, like all across Norway, and you just had that. I so ask them for the whole story. I don't want to do it injustice, but that's the big ticket item right there: school bread, the check mark on the family favorite. All right, well, next to Norway is, of course, the China Pavilion. Uh, and once again, they have a quick service, the Lotus Blossom Cafe. It is it is Chinese food, and it is exactly what you'd expect. Um, it's fairly decent. Can I get Chinese food 
just as good or better in Nebraska. Yep. But it's uh, if you like Chinese food, that's what you want to eat, and then go wander around a park in 90-degree heat, go for it. I have not been. All right. Well, if you want Chinese food, there you go. It's, Next- it's, it's good. It's solid. I'm sure it is. I, I've never like I, you know what? If I'm in Epcot, I'm not gonna get high V Chinese. I'm gonna get something else. I might actually go next door, being a German descent, to Summerfest, which I have been to, uh, and eat there. So, uh, what yeah. do you like about the the German so side? Summerfest. If you want to go smell some sauerkraut, that's where you go. So you got the all these restaurants have better sit-down options, right? That's what's, like, hard to talk about these is you got better things if you make a reservation, but if you go to Epcot and you don't have any reservations, you want your bratwurst, your frankfurters, your sauerkraut. Um, or your Oktoberfest beer. Your German desserts. There's a few indoor tables. Not many. But I know it's always got a line. So people love it. They love their sauerkraut and their frankfurters and their bratwurst. So, and they got the, I think, Somewhere in Germany is gigantic pretzels. That might be at a kiosk, though. I bet that's a cart. With I can't remember where I got my pretzels. Yeah, pretzels. I know it's there. there I just go. can't remember if it was at the kiosk or not. But we can. Uh, what about? Uh, are we gonna? I, I'm looking at your America. list. Are we going? I don't know go if I'm America? in order of the countries or not. I might have failed on that. But America, we right. have the Liberty Inn. Which um, here's my thought on America eating at Epcot. Why, being from our country, I, I don't think this is one I don't know if I will ever eat at. We've eaten there. I will say that it's when you have a six, four year old that you just got done eating a breakfast with weird fish on the buffet and they ask if they can eat normal food. This, this is where this is, you go. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you gotta only, have that option. You want something normal. You have that person in your party that will not try to eat outside of their comfort zone. This is where you go. The first thing on the menu is called the All-American Burger. So comfort zone check. Um, they have a surf and turf. Um, so they have a New York steak, a New York strip steak. Ah, I can't talk, Derek. New York strip steak on the menu with some shrimp. Um, they got... Basically everything you'd expect. Barbecued pork, cheeseburgers, chicken nuggets. If you want to eat like an American, you can do it, sir. And lots of indoor seating. That's another reason people end up here is they want off your feet. You want to sit down in air conditioning. Liberty Inn is about the only place in World Showcase that does that well. Because the last couple we've mentioned, there's not much seating. Um, This one has the seating. So there, there's the reason. There's it's the reason not because of you're going to be overwhelmed by the the menu or anything, but it's it's got its purpose. All so. right. Well, moving around, let's go over to Japan, uh, where I do like eating there here. Actually, uh, not at this one. Uh, I do like sitting down, but this is Kastura Grill is the quick service in Japan. So I have not eaten here. We've we've eaten at the sit down restaurants in Japan. Yep, as, um, I, as I have. Yeah. So the menu has teriyaki, sushi, chicken cutlet, curry, salads, and more. To read uh, Disney's description, and yes, you could have literally just gone to the webpage and read that description. Uh, that's I I don't have anything more 
really to add other than I really like their two sit-down restaurants in Japan. And usually they share all the same kitchen, so things should be pretty good quality for the teriyaki dishes. And I really like teriyaki bowls, so I wouldn't be surprised if we eat here um, fairly soon down the road. All right. Well, Morocco, where another one I've never eaten at, has the Tangerine Cafe. Tangerine. Yeah, this is on my list. I don't can't help you on the pronunciation. I don't speak Arabic in any way, shape, or form. But it's Mediterranean. Um, so you get the shawarma, uh, the lamb, the chicken, you know, on the skewers, falafels, hummus, all that sort of stuff. Um, I really want to get here on one of our next trips. Um, my wife is a big chicken when it comes to eating adventurous. That's really who Liberty Inn is for, is Michelle. She likes it. But we've I've gotten her out of her comfort zone a few times, Derek. So this is next on the list. Um, I'm excited. I, uh, I'm, I'm ready to try it. I think there's like the kids' meal. Maybe Michelle can just get a hamburger off the kids' meal while I eat real food with the grown-ups. Okay. So, uh, yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll, I'll tag along with you. We can yeah. explore together. I do like a good shawarma every now and then. Yeah, it's Mo- good. Moving on next door, we have uh, the France Pavilion with Le. And this is terrible because I took AP French. Le Halles Boulanger Pastries, which I actually have eaten here too. So, I, you sure. know, I've had pain au chocolate there. It's really good, really great French, uh, French sweets, French bakery. And uh, I enjoy it. Have you eaten there yet? I've eaten there multiple times. They did a refurb a couple of years ago and really expanded the restaurant and the the seating. So now there's plenty of seats inside. Um, yeah, I I took French in college, and the 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 word in the middle. I'm not 100 percent sure on my pronunciation in French class was really bad. I got picked on a lot. I did the uh, accelerated class in college with all the majors. There's two of us that weren't majoring or minoring in French. Uh, they, they hated us. They just wanted to get rid of us. But, um, yeah, I love it. I love French food. I think that's partially why I took French. I could really go here every day to try something different and be all right. Um, there are a couple things on the snack menu that you find over at Be Our Guest. A tiny bit of overlap. They're definitely cheaper here than at Be Our Guest, though. Um, but man, if you want some quiche for breakfast, this is your place. If you want, uh, just a cheese plate, also your place. Um, but the pastries are really good. Um, you can't go wrong. I highly recommend this. Our kids love to go and pick something out too. It's that, is that type of place. They have the counter. You can look through and see all the different pastries. Makes it a lot of fun. Okay, well, let's finish off with the United Kingdom, and they have one quick service, and that's the Yorkshire uh, County Fish Shop. Yeah, um, so it's fish and chips. It's kind of a kiosk, but there is a seating area next to it. I think that's really literally all they do is fish and chips. Um, I don't know that they have much more than that, but who needs more than that when you have fish and chips and they do it well. Um, yeah. And, and of course, I, we have to skip Canada because they don't have any quick service. And do, I was, I was kind of concerned. I'm looking through the list, looking through the list, and like, where is 
Canada. Do they really not have food in Canada, Derek? You're from Can- you're Canadian. You I know, I know. They uh they they have a uh they have Le Cellier in Canada and that's kind of that's good that, enough. You don't need anything else. I know. You, you when you have the best steak, I've yet to go there, but I you know I know one of our rope drop listeners, Julia, just went there and she's been raving about it. So it's on the list. I just I don't want to take my kids. So I need to go down with you guys. You guys can watch yeah. our kids for a little bit. We'll eat at Le Cellier. In fact, I got a better idea. You and I will eat at Le Cellier. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll even do a live show from there as we eat our $50 Sounds, steak. I don't know if you get service. It's a cellar. I mean, you're down in a hole. I, I did find the fish and chips menu just to verify. Yes, the menu is fish and chips. That's, that is it in a dessert. Victoria sponge cake. So there you have it. Do one thing, do it well, and there's always a line. So kind of like the corn dog cart, I guess, at uh, Disneyland. Yep. It's just corn dogs, and it's got a 30-minute wait. People but, love uh, their corn dogs. People love those hot dogs um, right when you walk uh-huh. into the park. A lot of people um, like to get their fish and chips and then uh, find a spot for illuminations. It's very popular. So that's that's it. I think we did it, Derek. That is a lot of quick service places. That's, I was surprised at how many, you know, going through the list uh, and just with you and then also looking through the map, it's amazing how many options there are. You know, I'm no, thinking... scratch I, the surface. There's just... You could... How many days? I could go to the Magic Kingdom every day for a week and still not eat everywhere. No. You, you really... It would take years to do it all. And by the time you're getting through it, menus get updated and changed and you've got to go back and start to redo things and yeah i mean it's this is why my training for the disney races is more about eating than training because you have to be able to eat to run and run to eat gotta fuel that body and there's no shortage at disney um but yeah sum it up you have options don't don't um, go eat somewhere that you don't see anything on the menu that you don't like. And it's so easy now to look at the menus because you can look at the menus on your phone in the app. So you can know exactly what the restaurants have. The The big trick is not going to some cart that only has one option and like only one person really wants it and you're settling for that. Don't settle at Disney. Is that a good takeaway for today? Don't settle. Don't settle. Well, I know for me going there in a few weeks, I will definitely be hitting up the Backlot Express. That is a must for some Star Wars chicken and waffles. And I think you sold me on the Pinocchio, you know, getting mm-hmm. up on the second level and, and watching the riders and Small World. And and you know what? I'm going to look for every staircase I can find to get on some uh, second levels. Yeah, it's second level dining right there. Be a second level diner. Um, yeah, going up the steps is just, it's so much quieter, so many less people. The only bad thing, like electric umbrella upstairs, you can refill your own drinks. Well, that's downstairs. Eh, you can live with that, right? Fill yep. it on your way out. Um, but man, Pizza Rizzo is really cool upstairs. And I went back into Pizza Rizzo, so I don't go on all the thrill rides. Um, so the kids go on like, um, star tours and, I uh, I will go find the quietest places to go sit and maybe get on Twitter or something, and where the Wi-Fi is strong. So where I ended up this last trip when they were on Star Tours, well, I just went upstairs at 
Pizza Rizzo, and it was 5.45 at night on Black Friday, okay? Extremely busy day in the park. And there, I could count seven other people upstairs. And the upstairs is huge, too. It's not just that ballroom. Seven people up there. So I got to tweet and, and peace and quiet. So if you see a live stream coming from the corner of Pizza Rizzo's, that's why. It's because it's quiet enough to do it. Wonderful. Well, we're going to be doing some live streams and updates. Uh, I'm excited to see, hopefully, a live stream and update next week from you after, preferably maybe maybe after your Run Disney event and just as you're well, out of breath. Uh, or will I be able to hold the phone up? I have to physically be able to hold the phone up. Maybe I'll prop well, it up. It'll be dark. It'll be ground. dark before, so we'll have to do something. Yeah, you yeah won't maybe see let yourself before. rest for a little bit, eat a Dole Whip, and then uh, I'm really looking forward to. So be be watching Facebook and Twitter as Doug upstates us with his Run Disney event, uh, the Star Wars uh, Rebel Challenge this coming weekend. So as this goes live, he will be there. And uh, definitely let us know. We'll be putting some questions on social media this week. Let us know some of your favorite counter services throughout the Walt Disney World and uh, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, if you're a fan of Pizza Rizzo's because it's Pizza of the Rat and, and that just bothers me for some reason. <laughs> but let us know what you think. Uh, we loved, And if you have any questions, we'd love to answer them. And, of course, if you are looking to do some traveling, spring break plans coming up, you know, end of the year type things, now is a great time to plan. And, of course, Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight, will help you through all of that, and we will put you in touch with her. But I, I think that's all we have for the time for today's episode of Rope Drop Radio. Is there anything left, Doug? As you... uh, other than to, you know, if it looks good, eat it. In the words of uh, who, who says that on the Travel Channel, that's the way I feel today. <laughs> it sounds good. Just, just eat, eat away, eat as much as, and that's what vacation's all about. We're just going to a new location and eating different food. So, everyone who's mm -hmm. uh, right now listening to this and going and doing some traveling, enjoy your meals. Thank you for letting us be a part of them. For Derek Sassman and Doug McKnight, thank you again for listening to Rope Drop Radio.